but it's getting a lot of no. It's getting all of this, oh, baby. It's getting all. Not getting any of that Love Island, John. No, it's getting all that. It's getting all that. It's getting all that, and I bag. Have you been choose. watching Love Island? No. If you were on Love Island, who would you pair with on the Eagles? Uh, the coronavirus. No. Wait, what? If you were on Love Island, who would you pair up with with the Eagles? If people don't know what Love Island is, no. Uh, that's it's a it's a game show. Oh, so oh, oh, or it's like a Big Brother, but for couples. Who would I take out? Who would you take out on the Eagles? Who would you take out on the Like on the Eagles? Though. Yeah, yeah. Who would you? Who'd you take out on a date? Wow, it's a tough one. No, no, it's 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 dead easy, man. Really? Yeah, it's easy. Who is it? Deuce, Deuce Daly, definitely. Oh, really? You think he'd be a good date? He had me at hello. <laughs> Even though I've never heard him say hello, but if he ever did say hi to me, he'll be a done deal. Me and Deuce. <laughs> let's just let's just say the Deuce wouldn't be the only thing loose. Dude. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm just kidding. Uh, Birds and Bros. Um, Birds and Bros. Off, that got off to a graphic start. Birds and Bros. <laughs> so Birds Deuce Daly would be yours. Um, Birds and Bros. You know bro. what? I think mine would be. I think, I think I would take Doug. I think Doug would be a nice, solid date. Pick his brain. Pick his brain. Oh, well, yeah, see. pick his brain and let him know, like, hey, man, you messed up, you know? See? You're a, yeah. you're, you're a nice guy. You, you want to hear what he has to say. Right, yeah. I, I'll hear you out. It's like yeah. when you get into a fight with somebody, like a, a significant other, and you go out to eat afterwards. Yeah. So it's easier to talk about it, you know? It's easier to talk about it when there's $20 worth of food in front of you, and it's all pretty good, and you're like, yeah, this is great. Yeah, talk some X's, talk some uh. No. <laughs> 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 Okay, talk some X's, talk some O's. Where wait, should we start over? No, I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. We're no, just going. No, now we're talking about over. which Eagles. Are once, on. once this is on, it's on. The Deuce would be loose. Nah, man, I definitely had Deuce, man, because you know he's, 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 nice. He's, I love when we both went coaches. We didn't go with a player. No, we both. You know what? They're too young, man. They're just too young and wily. You know, I need someone that's ready to settle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, you know, Deuce is settled down. Oh yeah, Deuce isn't on the loose anymore. You know, oh. he settled down. Actually, I did. I was in 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 the same room as him when he was in his when he played for the Steelers. I think I told you about this. When no, in uh, Heinz Ward, in Heinz you know Ward's bar, it is that you just don't remember. I don't oh. remember Deuce Daly. They used to all hang out at uh, Heinz Ward's bar in Pittsburgh when I was in college, and all the team Monday nights when they weren't playing. Like it was right when Big Ben started. He was it's right. He just took over the team. And Deuce was there, and I did. I did go up and say hi to him. I did, and he's dude. He's like shorter than me, but he looks like a Volkswagen. <laughs> like he was so wide and and quiet. Like he just he looked like he was ready to get the rock and just run through the bar. Like he just always oh, looked like he had game time face on. But uh, I did get to say hi to him. So that's probably the first. Did he say hi back? He did. You know, he was he was drinking. He had a drink. It was like I, I couldn't tell exactly what it was. Hanging out. It looked like a gin tonic. Like it was a classy John. Nice. Yeah, you know, it looked like it. But so anyway. you tell me, Deuce is a classy guy. It, he, it seemed to be. They were all they all the Steelers then were pretty classy, man. Like Plaxico Plaxico well, Burris. Like, I got to meet that like that whole team. They all hung out, and I got to oh I got my drunk. God, with, Plaxico Burris. Absolutely. Yeah. At the Giants, I saw him. I would see him around town a lot. He would be like at the movie and stuff and you can't he's like six foot right yeah, six foot 14 yeah. you know he's just gigantic <laughs> six man foot 14? but uh but the one that i actually i wonder if he would remember me because i did i got th- like you know before we started i got thrown out of a bar with jeffrey me and jeffrey and a buddy of mine got thrown out of a bar together we were hanging out and got drunk remember the kicker for, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah jeffrey we got drunk at uh I forget, it was across the he street got thrown me. out together to go we were, we were hanging out <laughs> together and you know jeff was he was hammered and everybody even wanted to go man jeff jeff, jeff don't do so good you know <laughs> after after midnight you're not gonna last long in there and we went over and sure enough man he said something to the bouncer and he was toasted and then he's something with these two girls and then 
Capucci. I got thrown out with Jeff. Are you with him? We're like, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to say you're not I'm get, with him. I'm, this is my story. I got thrown out of a bar. Anyway, so. No, that was Jeff Reed was your ride or die at that night. Jeff Reed, You're yeah. like, look, I'm gonna, if I'm going to get kicked out, it's going to be with Jeff yeah. Reed. Yeah. <laughs> if that's I'm how I'm going to go, I'm going to go out. And totally with him. Um, so, speaking of the other team in Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. Uh, that. Didn't do so well. They got kicked out of the they, bar with Jeffrey. They too. got kicked out of the bar yeah. with Jeffrey. It's Jeffrey's yeah. fault. <laughs> yeah, they they were hanging out. with I Jeffrey feel like I got midnight. kicked in the face by Jeffrey after that game. Maybe like, in the face, just the face. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, just but like sixty-two yards. You know, like with oh, that much like force. He was going for like it. I mean, with you know, with stagnant wind, I got punted in the face. Just the face, though. The face, the face. Because I felt like my entire body was. was I mean. I'm doing this show now. Last week I did it, and and there was no beer involved. And this one, yeah, well, well, I I had to get something to talk about this. I've been talking about it for a week now. It's <laughs> it, it hurts. It hurts. That Mick Ultra is going to take away the pain. Oh, we let us say that. We let it. We let a product place. Yeah, you know, yeah, I don't know. We we could put. Maybe they're listening. Maybe Mick Ultra's like, hey, they're big Mick Ultra guys. Yeah, we can get a sponsorship. Who cares for this superior light beer? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, now we just lost it. We now lost. You just lost now you just lost Mick Ultra. Hot over. Um, yeah, that wasn't good. Mm. Uh, it was, uh, John. It was. I, I was ready to. Like, it's very rare you get to that point. Like, I was just ready to shut it off in the th- like in the third quarter when you know you kind of lose that that Eagles that eagle spirit where you're like, oh, man, well, if if this, this, and this yes, happens, yeah, then you, yeah, you go through this, every scenario that this, can happen and right get the, the big game. stop, and this is where, <laughs> this is where, you know, Jalen Mills jumps 10 feet in the air and picks off the, like, I was waiting for your pick six, which. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it, John, and it never came. And I was, and just in the third quarter, I just knew. I was like, you know, man, they're just, they were, I was watching a, a truck with with no tread on its tires stuck in the mud and not trying to do something else. They were just stuck in the mud, and all they had was, let's just keep flooring the gas pedal. Well, let's just say those treaded tires, maybe you had a replacement one on as well with the way the offensive line was. I mean, it was... Yeah. I mean, they were piecing things together. They were. It was It was a very oh, pieced-together offensive line. Oh, God. But you know, what, you know what really concerned me, though? It's like, I mm. know I know that was pieced together, but the issues that they're they're having from their most important guys and the guys that were supposed to be great. Like, let's start with Carson Wentz. If he plays well, at least decent, they don't lose that game. Right? Right. Oh, I think he, I mean, he was playing well. (laughs) I think it started off. I think, I think he was, I mean, like we we can, especially, I mean, we'll do first and foremost, like it was tough just listening to to the to the media coverage, it was doom. I mean, dude, it was so doom and gloom. I was doom and gloom. I when know. You talk about media coverage, uh, all, uh, I think like that was all spo- directly at me. You know, that was no, no, tweeted towards me. Yeah, that was directed so, right towards me. No, but you, but uh, dude, like you guys were all in the like all you I all was. you professionals. Yes. Like it was. I was. I was very. I was very well. They're going to have to prove to me that they're good. Again. It was. It was. It was rough, man. And it was all like Carson. You know. You know. We've been saying that he's no good, and he, uh, dude, across across all the aspects, uh, all the stations, all the channels, yeah. and most of the, and like people were defending back and forth, but it seemed like the the radio personalities were were calling for Wentz's head, and all the former player former player personalities were sticking up for Wentz saying, you know, that they, they understand the side of the game and he just, you know, it just got away from him, right. you know, and it yeah. got away from Doug. 
Uh, you know, that just seems, but, but where, from where I stand, you know, from, from my fandom, my fandom point of view, you know, I, I think that we really, really missed Miles Sanders. I think that's, you know, if, if, if that, if that's the direction we're going with this right now, you know, when the wheels start, when we started getting stuck in the mud, I think we really missed Miles. Once we got that lead, you know, once we got, once we went up 17, we had, you know, the, the Redskins obviously where they got the interception, but then they realized they just start teeing off on Wentz, and we had we had no answer for it, and they kept trying to do the same thing over and over and over again, and I'm stuck in the mud, baby. Yeah, and and look, I I was doom and gloom. I really was doom and gloom. And it's it's more because of what we saw against Washington was stuff that we've been seeing for two years now. Mm. It's just like for some reason they can't get out of their way because Carson Wentz and and look, I am one of his biggest fans because I think he is talented and out of this world talent. I think he's top five quarterback talent. Him and Deshaun Watson, to me, are the two up-and-coming great talent quarterbacks. And if they were ever to put it together for a long period of time and a good stretch, then then those guys, to me, would be otherworldly. I mean, the talent's there. And Carson Wentz's talent is there. But for some reason, he has a second half like he did. And it just happens too frequently. It happens like it, the flashes of brilliance are great, but the 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 shakiness and the inaccuracy creeps up all the time, and it just happens way too often for me to think that for a 16 game season, like I I can trust this guy mm. because that's a game they shouldn't have lost, no matter what the injuries. Because if Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz, and we'll get to Doug Peterson as well, <laughs> but those those two failed them. They shouldn't like if if Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz were actually great. They wouldn't have lost that game. Mike Tomlin has Duck Hodges and doesn't lose that game. You know, it, it's just not uh, great teams don't lose a game to Washington where they're up 17 to nothing and know that they're clearly better than them. But for some reason, Carson Wentz was trying too hard to push the ball down the field and make too many plays. I don't know what was happening. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna play devil's advocate with yeah. you right now. You know, with, with a statement good. with a statement that you made, and and not saying that I lean towards the side but I have to like something you said it just made it just made me it's made me go, made me perk a little bit you know? <laughs> you know saying that that Carson and is up and coming along with Deshaun Watson I, I'm just like I, I I know what you mean but a fifth year player up and coming right I know you, what you mean. yeah so like I, I don't know if it's it, like that's why like I'm I, maybe I'm the with my fandom I'm being careful of criticizing Carson because I don't I don't want I don't want to whiff on this. I don't want him to be what a that lot of people are absolutely saying. part of it. I, yeah, I, I don't I don't want to believe it. You know, it's almost it's almost like, you know, like a girl that you're in love with, you don't want to believe she's cheating. <laughs> you, you know, you don't no 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 no. She dude, no, she's it's, she's it's hanging like that out girl, with her though, friends. Like for a, a 6 months doesn't cheat on you and she's great, but then for a couple yeah. months she does cheat. Carson's just, just he just needs some me time <laughs> or some him time, you know, away from me. Uh, you away know, from you. Yeah, I, I, but like the up and coming thing, I, like that excuse I I know I I think that like my opinion of it all, you know, I I think we 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 even stuck up for them last week. Like we said that that Doug rolls with the punches. I know we're not getting into Doug, but you know, and they will roll with the punches and adjust. Right. It seemed like they threw that out the window and didn't do that. They wanted to get the ball down the field and they weren't going to quit until they got their big plays down the field. And that's all they stuck with. And I think that's where it, and the Redskins realized that and they said, "Screw it, let's just tee off." 
and they were just dude, they were just bull rushing and bull rushing and bull rushing where where a Miles Sanders in the offense, a quick screen or a draw up the middle, which I don't think they ran, you know, hit attacking that center and, and Boston Scott again, they they had Boston Scott at the helm and a and a Corey Clement back finally, you know, after after missing a lot of time. Yeah. They didn't have that back that could take over the game for them or or to bail those them out. They were awful by the way. They I were mean, bad. Scott had he was okay for a few plays. He has that ability to make a, a couple of plays, but he they were both bad. He's not he's, he's not the guy. He's yeah. he you know, he he is exactly what he is. He he he's 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 a flash to pass going to catch that he's going to catch that one screen pass. You know, of the ten touches that he gets a game, and he's going to break off that thirty-five, forty-yard yeah. run, pass, catch after whatever, and that's his contribution. You know, but but relying on him to to like well, stick him with our you know our analogy, <laughs> sticking on uh, relying on him to push you out of the mud, that is not him. That's no. not and, and Corey Clement either. He's not those, those guys are the are the flashy ones. But Miles Sanders, though, I think he's the one you. You 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 strap the chains on him, and he doesn't push the thing. He can pull you out of it. No, I, yeah, and and he's one that if the car's running fine, he's an extra turbo boost, basically. Yeah, that well, that's the seventeen yeah. to nothing lead, and I yeah. think that that's where you could have handed the keys over to Miles, but it just seemed like Carson wanted to show, you know, the flashiness of this offense when you're up, but you didn't have to. Yeah, he was pushing it downfield when he didn't need to. Uh, close, close. You know, I, I understand keeping your foot on the pedal because, like, Doug Dean is a, a 17-point lead is nothing in the NFL in the first quarter. I agree with that. I agree with that. But, you know. You throw, trade a 17-point lead different than a 17-17 Just game. throwing an out route right before half, you know, right. it, it doesn't. I, you know, one of the most susceptible, you know, passes to intercept. When you're up by 17 going into the half and you get the we get the ball at half too, that was, you know, that was that that was where I kind of tilted my head and said, okay, I'm not really sure what the risk reward was with that. It's just I would have rather taken a sack there, but you know. Yeah, and there were there were a few of those, and that that's one. I mean, I gotta say right now, man, if there's one thing about Carson Wentz that I don't have to criticize too much, like this throwing the ball away thing, hmm. I get it. Like a couple of times you should have, like when he took that sack to get out of field goal range. That was one absolutely. He held the ball on too long. And not even that, don't go backwards 13 yards. You can't do that. You have to know better. But when he's trying to make a play in the final four minutes of the game to get him there, like, yeah, he has to hold on to the ball. He has to find somebody open. And it was just circumstance. Like sometimes it's okay to take the sack. Like it's sometimes it's okay to try and make a play, even if it's not there. I mean, so many quarterbacks in this league now do that. Russell Wilson doesn't throw the ball away. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes does not throw the ball away. Lamar Jackson, if he threw the ball away, he's actually wasting a play. Right. Like it, it's just not. It's. I, I think people are using that as too much of a crutch for a criticism on Carson of like, well, you know, we just didn't throw it away. No, it's a little bit more complicated than that. There were other things Carson did wrong. That was just a very minor thing at a time or two that happened. Oh, he he seems really married to that to that duck under move. That, that move needs to go. Yeah, that well, needs to go. I, I, he's well, going to get himself. That's hurt that's that. yeah. Well, well, yeah, well, I mean that's that's first and foremost. But it seems to be like his like it's like his his crutch. It's his go to. Like yeah. when 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 he feels the pocket collapse or he feels any kind of pressure, he just 
ducks. He just ducks instead of when, when like maybe he needs to work on you know what his you know what his instinct should be is not to duck maybe take those two steps well, to the it's, left it's side, yeah exactly and throw Tom it away. Brady is the, that's why it, Tom Brady has lasted so long in the league because he doesn't he doesn't duck his head he takes a step to the left to create just a little bit of separation from the D lineman and then make a throw I mean like just not even to speak like the league should speak and say hey man listen you have a three hundred and fifty pound guy running at you you bend over like that and all his weight goes hurt. forward and. Well, he's had a back injury before too. I, and J- yeah. John, I mean, that, that's like that's like serious injury. Like that's like that's bad. And like and every, and you hear everybody talking about that. And that's what needs to go. And I think that's where the most frustrating thing comes. That's his. It's his go to right now, and it's it's got to go. It's yeah, it's, it, and, and it's, it's unfortunate because that's what those are the kind of things he did in 2017 that made him an MVP player. But it worked for that season. They're on to people it. People ca- yes, people caught on to it. And speaking of catching on to things. I think the league is kind of caught on to Doug Peterson a little bit. I, I feel like the league is kind of caught on to what he likes to do and how to, not how to stop it, but I feel like the league is kind of predicting Doug and, and they're understanding what he does a little bit better. And it's because those two interceptions to me, yeah, they were bad throws by Carson, but the defense was anticipating stuff like that. Like I, when I see two jump balls for interceptions, that to me a little bit on the quarterback, but that also means your play calling is being predictable right now. And I feel like Doug's getting a little predictable. I I, I mean, obviously, I don't know how much the tape. You know, I, I haven't gone back and watched any tape. Like, you know, I can't do the instant replay on Madden and see right. who was open and who wasn't. But I, I mean, you make, do that a lot, don't make, you? Of course, of course. You know, I make my own mistakes and you know, of course, then blame the computer. But. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I think I have to disagree with you on this one. I think that I think that the plays were there to be made, and and for whatever it is, I, I I'm starting to get the vibe. And again, like I don't want to say this out loud. I feel weird. I, I think Carson's always looking for the sexy route instead of you know. All right, let me just get this five yards real quick. Let me just get you know the first down. He's just failing on first down. And I think that I, I in my opinion, I think Doug's putting. He, Carson's just Carson's Carson's making the wrong reads, man. I think that the plays are there. Because I he missed I, a few. Yeah. Oh, he there definitely were a couple. Deshaun, Deshaun was wide open, and he you know he just he's see not, that that also is is on Peter. I, it's on both. Try see. I I put this game both on Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz. That's why I'm so furious about how that game went because it's the two guys that should not have cost them the game. Absolutely. Everybody else I thought had a decent enough game to win it, but the two guys that would have been able to win that game for him and shouldn't yeah. have lost it for him were Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz. Yeah. And to me, it was on them a little bit both because. Carson Wentz did try to force it downfield, and he had the options to go short to Deshaun or uh, in the Tandy flat buddy. to his, his backs. He had all of those options. But, again, I think Doug Peterson is calling that play, saying, hey, your primary read is down the field. Like, we are – this play is designed to go down the field. We want to go down the field. Try – like, this is the play we're looking for. And so that's – and that's what Carson Wentz needs to get better at, mm-hmm. is instead of zeroing in on what they want to do, zero in on what they're giving you. But I, I think that's a little bit of both Doug and Carson. They didn't they didn't recognize that. They weren't talking about, hey, they're giving us those short routes. Let's just maybe take that for now. Hey, this this argument's so easy to win for anybody. I mean, because all all you have to all you have to pop out and say, yo, this was the first preseason game and it counted. You know what I mean? And 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 that's the end of it. You see Carson overthrowing Deshaun a handful of times. On Sunday, it's like, oh man, Carson doesn't have so it today. Close, yeah. But but it's put it, you know, or overthrowing Rager. I'm like, 
But you can even, like, the argument's really easy, you know, and, and it'll take away from even what the hell are we doing this podcast for. It was their, it was their first preseason game, and it counted. You know, we're 0-1, and, you know, in a, in a preseason game that counted towards the regular season. And maybe it was, hopefully, it was a lot of those woes. And, and I, right now, I fell victim. I, I'm, I'm a listener of sports radio, and maybe I'm falling victim to the, to the doom and gloom. But at the end of the day, like, I, you know, and right now, the more I'm thinking about it, the more we're talking about it, you know, that's, that's, that, that's the easy maybe an easy way out, but it's definitely a way though. You know, like there's a lot, you know, there's a lot that can go into no preseason and especially with young receivers and a receiver that missed all of last year that in game speed. The the doom and gloom was, was weird to me because I didn't expect that. Like, first of all, I expected them to be Washington, but we're kind of spot on when we were saying it's going to be like an eight and eight year. It, at best, not at best, but like we're expecting, okay, maybe seven to nine, eight and eight kind of season, because there are things that are wrong with the team. They caught the injury bug again early on this season. Howie Roseman, I think, has done a terrible job, and he really was at fault for Sunday as well because of how bad he's done. Mm-hmm. But he, he's done a terrible job putting this roster together. They're going in there with young wide receivers and aren't ready yet, and there are all these things and and factors of why the Eagles are going to have a bad season. But the doom and gloom came to me when, again, the game was lost not because of all those issues, but because Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson flat out dropped the ball. Carson Wentz flat out was inaccurate and sucked. Doug Peterson flat out did not have a feel for that game. And going fourth and three at midfield and giving Washington basically a possession in Eagles territory every single possession in the Mm -hmm. second half, that cannot happen. Every scoring possession – Pretty much happened in Eagles territory. The drive started in Eagles territory. Mm-hmm. That's on Doug. That's Doug because he's the one who's deciding to go fourth and three and make these decisions. And so I didn't expect – look, I expected the Eagles to not be good this season, but I did not expect Peterson and Wentz to be the reason why they lost a game, especially the game against Washington. Do you have faith in an adjustment? On, on, both, on both sides. That, that Carson will – will shy away from the sexy throw and that Doug will put him in better positions. Well, to- I'm I'm confident enough that they can put it together for a little while. Like mm. again, I we have seen flashes of brilliance from both. They are both good enough that yes, they can go in and probably beat the Rams and any day. They're they're a good team. And if Carson went to Doug Peterson are at the top of their game, they're going to beat the Rams and it's not even going to be close. But that's what I'm not confident in. When is that game going to happen? When are those games going to happen? How long is it going to continue? But I, I just don't – I'm not confident that they can continue to be this great tandem when you're fumbling games against Washington. When well, what, that, what, what, ha- what happened, though? It was, the 17 nothing. it wasn't a fluke. They, they were doing something right. You know, it, it was not a, it's not, they weren't fluky, fluky. They were they were great no, drives. It's, it's, I think it's a microcosm of what they've been for the past two years. That one game, to me, was – was everything the past two years has been. They, they have looked great at times, and they've looked brilliant. Like, they should be a playoff team contending for the NFC and to maybe get to a Super Bowl. But then they lose games like the ones to Washington, and it's just, what is going on? Why why can they not pull it together for uh, week to week? I just don't get it. I, I just don't get it because – that first half was everything you love about Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz in one. Mm-hmm. And then Washington changed things up a little bit. And then Doug Peterson, for some reason, made a few bad decisions. And Carson Wentz and accuracy issues started to happen. And it just kept snowballing. 
and they just didn't get out of it. I, I just don't understand it because they are great and they show it. But I don't get why it can't continue to happen over and over again, and it just only happens for a flash. I I, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm stuck on the I'm stuck on like I I, I always prided Doug in adjusting and rolling with the ties like something that that Andy would would infuriate me with back then Andy would stick to his game plan because hell Andy or high would water just have a hell of a game plan if it didn't work then yeah, and that's it yeah. you know but I always pride it like you know the, the Doug will oh well well obviously this isn't working but on Sunday and and maybe maybe it was even on Carson's you know more on Carson's that's why I'm leaning more on Carson's end than yeah. Doug is that Carson was just trying to force free force feed that downfield look as opposed to checking in on Ertz Goddard, you know, underneath. Even though he and he it was work when he was hitting Goddard when he was looking, and even though some of those were downfield, you know, it was it was working. But he just he just seemed like Carson seemed like he wanted to run it up, and he had his mindset on it, and he just wouldn't let it go. So he kept trying to run it up, even yeah. w- even when we were twenty seven unanswered. And points. I think one of the, one of the issues was the the additions of of all that speed, Jalen Rager and John Hightower, they mm-hmm. had Sean healthy. They love running the two tight end offense. And Doug Peterson, when they did run it too, I mean, Dallas Goddard had a huge game. They should be but running for so, it. But how many catches did Dallas Goddard have in the second half? I am. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he was almost non-existent in the second half. Yeah, but dropped. And he, have a big, he had a big drop in the second half. I know half. Ertz did. Oh, Ertz had the yeah, – But uh, to me, they the Eagles want to be faster. And that's a Howie Roseman thing, I think, mostly. They want speed. They want tempo. They want guys that can be explosive. But it kind of clashes with what Doug Peterson loves doing, and that's the two tight ends. And to me, those those two styles and what the Eagles want to do in Howie Roseman and what Doug Peterson likes doing, it just didn't mold well in game one. And maybe that's something that's going to take time. But to me, it was just a clash of – Doug not being able to adjust to his own players, not to what Washington was doing. Yeah, I guess in my head, you know what what made me want to shut it off in the third. Like <laughs> it just made me want to shut the game off. It was just they were calling the same, like they were calling the same play over and over again. Yeah. Maybe it'll work this time. Maybe it'll work this time. Maybe it'll work this time. And the Redskins, Redskins, and- Redskins clearly went for broke, and they were just they were teeing teeing up. Teeing off, and 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 I know, like I, I'm all for having the speed, and it works. The speed doesn't always mean a go route, though. Right. Like what, like like what, what, like the 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 the, the term getting it out in space, you know, getting guys the ball in space, drag routes and in route, like where is all that stuff? Like, like quick screens, the lack of creativity. Yeah. Like the quick, like where, where was, where was the, the quick screen game? You know, like you have all this speed. What, what about the, the, the short slant routes across, get the ball out quick. You know, I know they Washington wasn't blitzing all that much. You would think they were, but they weren't, you know, but they, they were just attacking from different parts of the field. And, and maybe on some of the sacks were confusing, you know, whoever the hell was playing. <laughs> And you know what? This will lead me into into the Eagles-Rams game, which we'll get to real quick, actually. Yeah. But first, to put a bow tie on this Washington game, because yeah. it's hard to talk about. Um, but uh. our players that we wanted to watch for and were interested in how they played week one, uh, you said Jason Peters. What would you think? I thought he was okay. Well, I, I mean, I, I guess like <laughs> – 
Well, I, I mean, I can, I can, I can make my point. Like, well, Jason Peters in the offensive line as a whole, uh, there, there were a couple I pointed. I remember pointing out to you where he was just completely smoked off the ball. Oh yeah, it's oh, just yeah. that it's just that other guys on the line beat Peters guy to right. To Wentz. He, they were they so, were step fast. So Peters was off was off off the hook for the sack because Wentz was already down by the time <laughs> the guy that beat Peters you know got to Wentz. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, he. I mean, I think it's apparent he was a guy to watch for, and he still is, you know, uh, because I, I think wherever he goes, you know, it, how much faith do we have in, in Driscoll and Herbig moving forward? I mean, some of the reports coming out that the guys in the team have some faith in them and said that they, you know, that they're a lot better, you know, that these are young, big, strong guys that we could put some faith into moving forward that maybe could in the future be really good starting offensive lineman in yes. the league. Driscoll I think showed was apparent that he could definitely be at some Yeah, point you know, and like we said like with with eight sacks, right? It, it was it was clear that four of those were on Carson, you know what I mean? And 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 I think that's, you know, no argument there. So, for the, as young as the offensive line was having four like we'll see, man. They got a great test this yeah. week. So, Jason, I it definitely <laughs> you could tell with the young offensive or defensive line that Washington has and how talented they are he definitely looked a step slower than than we're used to seeing from him he was getting beat pretty quick uh, I had Jalen Mills I was expecting at least a pick from him he didn't really do much in this game there was not many times because I think you're trying to find out now as I see you looking up towards the ceiling and trying to figure <laughs> out like did he have a play did no, he, well, did he I, well, show up at no all? I'm actually I'm actually def- I'm actually I'm in your I mean I'm in your corner right now you know contrary to popular belief I'm not trying to I I think that a lot of it was no news was good news with those guys oh, back okay, there. Yeah. Oh, right, Haskins okay. had a horrible game. You know, yeah, he, he did. Was there was no, he didn't do anything. Like you said, he was getting the ball. He was getting the ball in our territory. You know, almost the whole game, and he he made a couple like a Where handful. He would of, only need to make a couple plays to get him in the a scoring. handful here, position. yeah, here and there. So, you know, I I, I think that Mills Mills had a, he did have a penalty against him if I remember. I think he did. Yeah, have a, he, he, had had, a pass, he had one a I pass interference, was, but. But those, but he also, I remember him having a big hit too. He, he lit somebody up, uh, a short play. If I'm remembering, but no, I correctly. think you, you're right. It's almost like the offensive lineman. If you don't hear their name, then that's a good thing. Yeah, exactly. And and the same thing with with, yeah. with Mills and and you know Slay Darius yeah. Slay had a huge Slay had a great. Yeah, they, they, I think all those guys showed flashes of what they're what they're capable of, and and that game's not on them. No, not on them at all. Not on them at all. Seventeen nothing at the half, man. And 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 you know, obviously. The, the interceptions, you know, putting them in a position, you know, and, and giving <laughs> giving the Washington offense, I don't know how the hell they got confidence because, you know, <laughs> after this we're going to feel stupid giving up 27 points to them regardless. But Yeah, you know, because I don't think they're going to give up 27 points. It's to not the on them. Malik Jackson came out. came out. He was great. Yeah, and, yeah and, and, he was uh, great. Early and often, you know, and he was setting the tone. But that that game's not on them. The, the, the offense turned turned the momentum of that game around yeah. and, and it – put the defense in him and Malik Jackson as well so you mentioned a few things that kind of brings up this point of the injured players returning for the Eagles because Javon Hargraves returning and he's going to make his Eagles debut on Sunday yes sir by the way that defensive line now man yeah oh, oh, those are some those are some big boys in the middle yeah. big boys uh but Miles Sanders also returning and Lane Johnson and Barnett too right Yes, Barnett too, yeah. yeah. So Barnett's returning. But I think what what we were trying to say and why it was going to lead me into the injuries 
because we both felt like Doug Peterson wasn't being that creative. Mm-mm. Like there wasn't anything creative about trying to get Jalen Rager the ball quickly in open space or screens, whatever it may be. Maybe a little bit of that, and this is trying to defend whatever that was on Sunday, but maybe a little bit of that is you have two guys on the right side of the line that don't have much experience in the NFL, barely have played a few snaps. Maybe it limited what they could do on offense. Maybe it was just, let's keep it simple for them, just have them do simple pass protection. That's it. Let's not have them go out in the in the flat and try and block linebackers that are going to be tough to block. Let's keep it simple. Now you have Lane Johnson back, mm-hmm. and maybe that gives them more confidence. Hey, we know Lane can get out in open space and make some big blocks for us. So maybe things open up with Lane back. Like, maybe things open up with Miles Sanders back because they, how versatile he is. And maybe that – like, and this is, again, me trying to defend and be hopeful for what Sunday could be against the Rams because Miles Sanders is versatile and he can do anything on the field. So maybe that makes Doug Peterson's offense less predictable. Maybe Lane Johnson opens up the playbook more and that makes Doug Peterson the offense less predictable. Do you, how much of Lane Johnson missing last week do you think had to do with their decision for Miles not to play? Do you think do you think there was a do you think that there's a because Miles Sanders was an odd decision? I I still want to figure that out. And look, maybe you want to speculate as well because it's this is the problem with how the Eagles handle injury reports because the Eagles are saying he's out. He was day to day like three weeks ago. Lane got a he got a surgery and nobody knew about it. Like what, whatever's right. happening. I mean, COVID is protecting the injury. Like they can say whatever. What all summer we were getting this, upper body. This lower is body. something the Eagles have been doing for a few years now. And because Miles Sanders' injury was obviously not day to day, but they tagged it day to day. Right. So we're like, okay, it could be any time now. And so then when he doesn't play three weeks later on a Sunday, and so you have to speculate. Well, what happened? And of course. It fuels speculation more when Miles Sanders says, yeah, I was ready to go. I could have played. So, you know what, Mike? Like, some people might say, oh, that's crazy. Lane Johnson not playing, that wouldn't have shifted anything for Sanders. Dude, anything. Like, any any reason why you want to give, I'm fine with because the Eagles are leaving. On the fly guys. right now, and this could explain some stuff, too. Where, this is, a, you know, another question you could have. Were the Eagles already looking past Washington? Yes. Oh, yeah. And and, and then once they went up once 17-0, snaps then once they went up 17-0, they were looking way past. I mean, that, you could, that's a good argument right there, too. You know, you you could say that, and that that would make you feel a little bit better to say maybe lesson learned. You know, we got to go guns a blazing all the time. I mean, you don't want to think that Sanders is way more hurt than he is. You don't want to think that Lane's way more hurt. So we can lean towards the side of maybe they were airing too much caution to you know look past the skins and think they could just steal one. In they week might, one. and you know what? I think because again with the Sanders injury, he. It had to have been. Maybe they were looking ahead, didn't want to use him for Washington, thought they could have beat the team. Maybe it could have been that Doug Peterson's like, look, this is going to be a, a brutal game for the, the running backs. Let's just give Boston Scott most of these carries and have yeah. him sit. I don't know what it is, but the Eagles left it up for us to speculate because there is no reason why he shouldn't have been playing other than they were trying to protect him for something else because he said he was 100% ready to go. And now he's going to be 100% ready to go for the Rams. That's what he said. That I, I obviously helps things. Like, I'm not going to pretend like, yeah, the Eagles had issues and they need to fix them if they're going to beat the Rams. Yeah, that's true. But 
things open up when Miles Sanders is on the field and Lane Johnson. Yeah. They become much better. Absolutely. So does that does that help as we get into this Rams game? They just lost 27-17 to Washington. Mm. So do you have with those guys coming back a little bit more confidence? Like, yeah, okay, maybe this maybe this Rams game is is winnable and we'll definitely Well, well I think if history serves, like you don't want to be the you know, I'm I'm a kind of a superstitious guy with the things that I say to Jinx, but like Doug has fared pretty well against McVay and the Rams. Yes. In and out of you know the link you know he's fared pretty well no matter no matter the setting of the game uh and now i guess we'll see how doug fares in in pandemic stadium at home against mcveigh which he has a pretty decent record and we've also have been able to keep the monster in the cage on the other side of the ball uh in in aaron donald uh, we've been you know lucky enough to do that but from what we saw last week i mean it's easy for one to say he's gonna have a field day it's easy to say, but but I'm going back on my thing like that. You know, one of the strengths that we hope Doug still has is that he's able to adjust, roll with the ties, look at the tape, and show Carson this is you know this is this is what we missed on. This is what you need to look for, and Carson to not big time and take the criticism and move forward and and start making the correct reads. And with Aaron Donald coming, you're going to have to, or because he's a better player than Kerrigan, and Kerrigan looked unstoppable right. last week. So. Yeah. No, most of those guys in the Washington's line looked unstoppable. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think the the return of Hargrave, too, I can't wait to see what he does. He's a great run stopper. He's one of the biggest offseason pickups. Him returning, I mean, that defense is going to look good. And that's – look, if there's anything for me to be confident in, again, I know last week I said I was confident because the defense in Washington – You were right, though. You and, were, and yeah, they were, you were They right. were very good. You, you weren't expecting the, a 17-point lead to be blown because no, of turnovers. No. So. But, but now – I expect it to be still just as good, even against the Rams, which, look, I, I'm going to love the matchup between Darius Slay and Robert Woods and Cooper Cup and all those guys. That will be a great matchup. We finally match up with the wide receiving core, right. you know, yes. and, and it <laughs> usually we'd be scared to death, you know, but now we that, that's what we're looking for. usually we have Patrick Robinson on some guy. Now, we, or, now we're saying, we, we, all right, Goff beat us, you know, like beat us. Yeah, no, it's a great challenge, and, and I, I think Darius Slay is up for it. He looked phenomenal, and uh, Rodney McLeod looked great. Yeah, um, I thought Toby Coleman, man. Yes, he lo- he made a few plays too. He made some look, statements they were, this they week. They were all good, and and Jared Goff is obviously he's a much better quarterback than Dwayne Haskins. He's he's got a great arm, and I think you know for what people say about Goff, he's a good quarterback, and especially in in McVay's offense, McVay will at least give him easy reads during games at times. Like, there are easy plays to be made in McVay's offense from time to time. Mm-hmm. So they're going to get theirs. They're going to put up a few points. But overall, this isn't going to be like, well, you got to keep up with the Rams' offense. I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to look anything like that. No. I think it's definitely going to be a battle. Yeah, absolutely. another battle. It'll remind me a lot of – I don't know if you watched that Rams-Cowboys game, but it'll remind, remind me a lot of that. Uh, where it's a, maybe a little bit low scoring, Eagles be able to move the ball. I uh, hopefully put up more points than Dallas because Dallas, Dallas is bad. Yeah, we, week one. I mean, dude, like, like I said, it's it's you know, especially with everything going on, it's it's hard to get a normal gauge of of what a week two after a loss would look right. like. You know, it's it's right. it's 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 un. Do I have to say it? Do I have to say this word, John? Unprecedented. Do I have to say it? Uncertain. Unpress. I want to punch myself in the face an unprecedented amount of times right now. But it's true, though. Jeff Reed kicked uh, Jeff, Yeah, I want Jeff Reed to come and kick. unprecedentedly. Is that unprecedentedly? That would be unprecedented if Jeff Reed 
in your house and punted me and kicked me in the face. Hey, man, that would be look. That would be pretty impressive. But anyway. But yeah, it's it's you know it, it's not your normal going into week two after a loss. You know, it, it's not it's not your normal. So, you know, it's it's a lot of reaching and a lot of speculating on our parts as just two two personalities talking about a football game. You right. know that we've been watching our whole lives. So first, let's break down the Rams side of this. Uh, what what makes you nervous? Is there anything in this game that's going to make you nervous that the Rams present? Oh, I mean, I, I mean, obviously, I mean, it's Aaron Donald. I mean, it, like, it, because I mean, especially like him being, you know, is there anything outside of him, outside of Donald and that side of the ball that that really scares you? No, Jalen Ramsey's very no. good, but yeah, but he, of that, yeah. No, you're right. Outside, outside of those two, there's not much. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 pretty decent. So if you, you hone in and you have a game plan, you know, they, they've beaten Donald before. You know, they've held him at bay before. So, you know, even with, you know, they had different weapons then. But it's 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 doable to beat, you know, a, a fired-up defensive lineman. You can do it. You know, you can you – know, and what, what does that take? It takes, you know, getting the ball out quick, running the ball, screens, all that stuff. Get them, you know, get them on their heels. And, you know, everybody around Donald, they can do that, then – then you know, I think I think it's it's handedly. You know, if you could take Donald out of the game, you can score some points, and you can. Yeah, but if you get if you get him fired up and you, and you and you do what you did last week, and you don't you don't try to adjust, and you keep running the same freaking play over and over again, he is going to he's, he's going to hurt. He can hurt Wentz like yeah. he would feel bad. Like I mean, literally hurt him. You know, yeah, Wentz better not him. duck when Aaron no. I just go down, man. Yeah, just fight another day at that point. Yeah, uh, but you know, Dobie D- Coleman made a statement. <laughs> Did you see his statement this week? No, I didn't. You know, he he said that the the Rams' offense is just window dressing. Is what he said. That oh was yeah, the, that was right. his statement, and that that kind of I was like, well, he would he would know. I guess he yeah. would know. Oh no, I, w- I wouldn't I wouldn't play that out loud in the Rams' locker room. Right, no, fired up. But but no, it is it is a lot of window dressing, like. Basically, Sean McVay's offense will turn a simple running back stretch play, but there's so much misdirection that there's look there looks like there's three or four other options on this play when really all they're doing is just a simple handing it off on a stretch looking right. to the outside. It's a lot of window dressing. It's basically like the final end to a uh, WWE Attitude Era 2000s main event pay-per-view. There's a lot of window dressing. Yeah. There's a lot. It's like NWO DX and WrestleMania where they, they couldn't go and do anything because yeah. they're all old. So they're like, hey, let's just make let's, all this. Like, yeah. Let's put all this window dressing on it to make it look like something's yeah. happening when really – there's let's just let's let's just happening. let's just blade. Let's yeah. bleed. Let's, let, <laughs> let's let, just let, yeah. Let's just bleed. Let's bleed. Let's bleed. Let's bleed. We'll bleed. Right. Yeah. Right. Because you, you might see Kevin Nash trying to go for the power bomb, but guess what? You definitely know that's yeah. not happening. Yeah, There's yeah, yeah. Be window dressing to let you know that it's not. Yeah, but but, but God, that's yeah. that is the offense. That is basically the Rams' offense in a nutshell. It's a lot of window dressing. It's not overly complex. Like Sean McVay is not running like these rocket science type plays that nobody in the NFL has ever seen before. I think you're mainly seeing that from Andy Reid, to be honest with you. He's more of an innovator than Mm -hmm. Sean McVay to me. But yes, McVay's offense is not overly complicated. The tough part is, is that there are, there are a lot of options and it's like, it's, it's basically you're kind of have, you're guessing a little bit. And to a certain extent you, you are, but the thing is, if you guess right, 
and you guess it's a run play, you're going to get the Rams. Or if you, you guess that he's going to run Robert Woods down the middle of the field, then you get it. Like it, the options are all there, and you know what the options are. You just have to guess which one they're going to. At that right. Time. You know what I mean? And I think teams are starting to guess right on McVay, and teams are starting to understand what he's doing. But there is talent on the Rams' offensive side of the ball. Sure. And that, that's obviously going to help out a lot because I love their, their running back in Malcolm Brown. Oh. I love Cam Akers, their draft pick out of Florida State. Robert Woods just got a huge extension because he's good. Cooper Cup's really good. But, but, but you think Goff, Goff has, that, has that streaky tendency? Like a lot of people are like a lot of people, like, and I'll ask you this too. Uh, you know, a lot of people compare, you know, Carson Wentz with, and Goff where, where they were drafted and, you know, going one and two and all. And there's a lot of comparison. I don't know. I'm like, I, I try to decide where I land with that. And I think I figure it out. Like, yeah, they, they look similar. <laughs> you know, I guess you could say like, I, I, I would never say like people say, oh, well, their, their gameplay is, I, I don't, I don't think that's true either. Uh, you know, I think that golf is, well, let me, I'm, I'm asking you, right. I'm asking you like, well, where, where, how do you compare the two with, with their similarities and their differences? Well, I, I think in a structure and it's, it's funny because kind of what Wentz couldn't do last week within a structure of an offense, sometimes he struggles to stay within that structure and make a play out of it. Jared Goff, If Sean McVay draws up a play and the play is there, golf is not going to miss it. But, Jared Goff lacks that special talent, that athletic ability, the the ability to when the play goes off script to make something big happen. He's just not good enough to do it. But his arm's good, he's accurate, and when when something is there for him to to actually see and he sees something open, you can you can bet he's not missing that ball. It's going to be he's going to hit it. Yeah. Right. So it, it's a little bit more consistent in that way. And look, you know, a lot of been has been made of like who's better, Wentz or Goff? Are those two? Let's actually start there real quick. Do you think those two have actually had successful careers so far? What would you say about Goff and Wentz as a one-two uh, overall picks from their draft? Yeah. They're better than most, I'd say. Yeah, number you, one, you, you, two you can't argue that they both back. both guys came right out starting and and played very well. You know, I th- I think what where they're kind of taking a back seat is that the draft, the quarterback draft class after them is just lighting up the NFL now. You know, and they're kind of taking a back seat a little bit. Uh, you know, and and then that's where the comparison is. What talking that their their failures. I mean, you had you had Mahomes winning, you know, winning the bowl, and you have Lamar Jackson on the on the cover of of Madden, and you have you know. Um, Oh my God! What the heck's his face from the Texans? Um, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. I know Deshaun Watson. <laughs> you know he he's getting he's getting his money and making flashes and 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 getting they're getting ranked you know in the tops of the NFL 100 and all. And then you have Wentz and Goff. Like, hey, remember them? They were the one-two punch. But so let's do this real quick because this is let's do it. this is fun because those are those two are the quarterback number one and number two overall picks of the of the 2016 draft. Yeah. But that's not it hasn't happened. You know, it's it's happened a few times before. Uh, so we'll start. Obviously, I don't know much about Jim Plunkett and Archie Manning. <laughs> or, I mean, I know about Drew Bledsoe. I don't know anything about Rick Meyer uh, or Me Beer, the Seahawks. But we'll start with Peyton Manning and Ryan Leaf. Those are number one and number two overall. Oh, wow. I think that was in 98. Uh, <laughs> would you say golf and Wentz? Obviously, Peyton Manning had a Hall of Fame career. But as a number one and number two overall tandem, would you take golf and Wentz or Manning and Leaf? 
That's uh, such a weird one because Leaf was nothing. Well, I think you'd take Manning and Manning. <laughs> you right. just take yeah. you, you, you take Manning <laughs> twice. Right. <laughs> uh, and Ryan Leaf. Yeah. Well, obviously, but, if, I, when I you put that, Leaf in the equation, you you know. But still, I think you still just take you just take Peyton, especially right. Peyton in his fifth year. It's not even a conversation with him, Wentz, and Goff. I mean, Manning was... So, Peyton Manning was great. Uh, Hall of Fame quarterback, one of the best of all time. Ryan Lee, failure. Mm-hmm. Now we go to the McNabb draft, yeah, because yeah, 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 Tim yeah. Couch, number one <laughs> overall, and Donovan McNabb was number two. Would you take Carson Wentz and Jared Goff over that? Oh, man. Tim Couch was bad. He was bad. He was bad. He, he was bad. Dude, up to this, I, I mean, no, like this is, yeah. Wait, are you a Tim Couch guy? No, oh, no, okay. no. Like, no, 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 like, no, wait, no, 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 no. Kind of like no, where, like this, this is just like with the Ryan Lee thing. It's, it's hard. It's hard. Like I, I'm here and I'm like Tim Couch. Like I'm still like we're talking Tim Couch, not McNabb, Carson. Why? Like why is why did you say Tim Couch? But you, you forget that he went number one. You know, mainly, but uh. You know, but I I went right to a completely different conversation. Maybe we can make a whole show out of it. <laughs> after five years, after five years, not knowing what you know, but just after five years, are you know, are you are you subbing out McNabb for Wentz, putting their first five years against each other? Oh yeah. So you had McNabb, who was already in. He, I think, uh, that was his. The Super Bowl was his fifth year, right? When was it? He, he was drafted he in ninety nine. His first year, and yeah, he took over for Doug. Two thousand. It was the two thousand two thousand one. So McNabb, that was his second year. Yeah. So oh four oh five was the was Patriots. 05, so it, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. his. That was his fifth right. year. He made it to the bowl, but still and he had all those NFC championship games. But you, but that was that was going into his fifth year. You know, not knowing that but he was going to. Has McNabb ever played at an MVP level like Carson Wentz did? Yeah, he was. He was in the conversation for it, wasn't he? But well, I think the year Dante Culpepper. Because like, that, I mean, that was probably in the conversation, but Carson Wentz, if he didn't get hurt, I mean, he was the he was the MVP. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, yeah. That, that's it's a, that's what I said it's a different conversation. It's it's a whole show. You know, you can get into yeah, it. But, oh, yeah. but the fact that you put Tim Couch in the conversation, like <laughs> I'm go, I'm still going to take Jared Goff after five years over over Tim Couch, oh, yeah. and I'm going to take Carson Wentz after five years over, you know, over Tim Couch. But I don't. I think, you know, the McNabb thing, there's an argument there. Some people would say, absolutely no, McNabb, because you're not going to get out of your mind. You know, you can't forget about how it ended up with Donovan McNabb. You know what I mean? So that kind of goes against him, why I think it's easier to pick. So the next one was uh, Andrew Luck, number one, and RG3, number two. Oh, is at the after five year point, or is this no, not this, knowing what you know, we know? You know what this is showing because uh, the next one after that was Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota. Okay, who both are backup quarterbacks now. Yeah, Jared Goff and Carson Wentz for being number one and number two, for them to both be actually pretty good. It, you, like, I, they're both good. I like, totally see what you're doing now. Surpri- I see is, what you're doing now. Right, yeah, it's very surprising. That two quarterbacks are taking number one, number two overall, and after five and years, after they're five still years, both have been to a Super Bowl with once. the team, with the team that yeah, they're still right. with the team that they signed. Yeah yeah, 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 still with the team, still starting. I, I mean, still uh, the Eagles hopefully should be good. I mean, the Eagles have been to the playoffs three years straight. I, I mean, it's it's kind of incredible how good those two have been. And, yeah, but dude, and, I know. And Carson got the ring though. Like it was every oh, yeah, every yeah, yeah, yeah. it was every Look, bit. That, we that, will not argue that on the Birds and Bros. We're going to say that right now. I know. Disclaimer, that's where we are. That's, that ring. That's where that's where our politics are. is. That's where you it's know, at. I know. B, BDN. You know, Nick. Nick. Nick got a ring too. It was every bit of Carson's ring too. And Absolutely. Was, but but there are there are there there are the, that weird group of people. 
that just give that what all to they're, Nick. They're not just weird. What are those groups? I'm not really sure, man. Like they they are still the Philly diehard because that mentality is alive and well in Philadelphia in, in Philadelphia sports. You know that you can disregard the MVP play of Carson Wentz leading up to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and and so I, I basically wanted to prove that point of this game is is fun and interesting because, I mean, I I don't think there's been at least recently a a successful grouping of a number one and number two overall picks that are both quarterbacks yeah. to actually both be good and to lead their teams to Super Bowls. Look, you could say Andrew Luck was great. He never got his team to a Super Bowl. Mm-mm. Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota never got their teams to a Super Bowl. Mm-mm. RG3 had one good year. Donovan McNabb got his team to a Super Bowl. Tim Couch, absolutely. <laughs> Peyton Manning won two. Bought a ticket to a Super Bowl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he bought two tickets to a Super Bowl. Yeah. Peyton Manning maybe bought Ryan Leaf a ticket to a Super Bowl. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> but it's great, and I love the matchup. And I, I obviously, I think we both like to say to ask this question because that's where everybody's going with it. But of course, on Birds and Bros, me and you are going to be like, well, of course, Carson Wentz is better than Golf. Like, I think we both feel. Well, like yeah, that. I mean, we, like, even when that's, that's why asking that question wouldn't have been. That doesn't do anything. Well, I don't know how. Even 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 if you take the bias out, and it's impossible to on on you know on a on a talk show where we're you know we we we're we, we are fans. Eagles fans. The, the, and, the premise of the show we is we're Eagles fans. We, and we will go down with yeah. the ship, John. Uh, you know, but but it it does come down to that, like you know. Carson Carson has a ring, and I know that I know, but people say, "Well, but Goff played in the big game," you know. But I don't know, man. You know, Carson played in a lot of big games in a very competitive year. Well, that game he got hurt. The Eagles, I do remember that, that was against that Rams Eagles. That game was against when he got hurt. But the Eagles needed. The, I, I hate to say needed, but it was like okay, th- if they're going to be good and they can my. prove that they're actually a great team. Beat the Rams, yeah. do it, and guess what they did? Carson Wentz had a great threw game. a touchdown on one leg, man. He remember, people don't really talk about that either. He played after 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 he got that hurt. Two point conversion, yeah. Alsh- Alshon, right? It was to Alshon. That's a ridiculous play, still. Yeah, and 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 Carson. I mean, and you can even say that too. Carson, do I got to jinx this? Am I allowed to say it out loud, or should I not say, say it? Do it. it. Carson has not lost to Jared Goff. Ooh. He has not lost to Jared Goff. Was so I allowed to say that? To, uh, I knocked. I'm, I, there's a wood. I'm, is that a is that a prediction? Is that a prediction coming out? Oh uh, my god! Is that Eagle, where we're landing? Is that is that is that where we're going? going? Because we got we just yeah we just got so tangled in in Wentz and Goff and then you said McNabb and Tim. Can we t- <laughs> we we said Tim Couch on Birds and Bros. Tim Couch and Ryan Leaf for well, yeah. Well, Ryan Leaf, show. I was like I was like crickets for a little while. I'm like, wait a minute, is that like is that like a made up like create a guy? Like, <laughs> what is that? Ryan that Leaf. does sound like a name I'd make up. Like it's a great football yeah. name, but it definitely sounds like the like the the football player that was really popular in high school and had like the hot cheerleader <laughs> girlfriend. Ryan Leaf, and, the four time All yeah, American in yeah, uh, Texas high school football. Yeah. And, and then you know championships with uh, Westlake. Yeah, you know, yeah, what's he yeah. do now? I mean, he oh, he works in the flower section at Lowe's. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, he's no, a no, studio no, no. He's really. a studio <laughs> after all the drugs. <laughs> he's doing a podcast in his brother's basement. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he is. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Leith. <laughs> so, so I, I, if we're going with the analogy here, I'm the Peyton Manning of this show. You're the Ryan. Exactly. Leith. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Did you buy my basement and not tell me? No, I was kidding. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's a funny thing. It's like yes. I'm the professional, but I'm John, also, let's in, look at it this I'm also way. in your basement. Let's look at it this way. We we are respectively the Ryan Leaf and Tim Couch of this analogy. <laughs> respectively. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and actually, we're not even that because we weren't drafted one, two, three. Like we no, were. <laughs> nobody drafted us early, no. Yeah. Um, Eagles win this game? Oh, sh- what, dude, let's the, do a prediction. The, yeah, the bias Just is Just drop like, the shit, by the way. I know. You can do it. Yeah, Just, I know. You can say it. 
the 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 bias is like in the way like my my feeling of that how much I know we have to we sh- we need to win this game, even though the season's not over if we lose. It's not. I I, I never believe that. Oh, and two. Is is a, is a thing that can be overcome. This isn't a must-win game, by the way. Do you think it's a must-win? Because I don't. I, well, as it, well, John, because the as an Eagle, every game is so, a must. I mean, every game is a well, must-win. I, know, every game is I you know, I, I never want to say, well, a loss is fine. I don't want to say, I, no. I would, I would really enjoy. But a must-win means if they lose, the season's over. I would really enjoy winning right now. I would really would enjoy. enjoy I would really enjoy winning <laughs> tomorrow. You would uh, enjoy. It. So you know what? It's like it, it, if our, our little analysis, if we can keep. Aaron Donald out of the game, and with all of our returning defensive linemen, even on paper, it's I, I think it still looks good for us to to go out there and I, I, I Jim Schwartz getting after him, uh, you know, with with his weapons, and he's he's pretty Jim much close. Schwartz, but is, is he's pretty much close to full line. force, you know. Yeah. He's pretty much close to full force on his and side look, of the ball. He, he's a smart guy too. He's going to I think, he's and going, that's his it's side. Be a Doug, fun chess you know, match between him and Sean McVay. Yeah, uh, I'm going Eagles. Because I think it's a it's a good matchup for the Eagles. The Rams like to function their offense through the run game. Eagles have one of the best run defenses in the NFL, and now Javon Hargrave back is one of the best pat, uh, st- run stoppers at defensive line. He's great. I think the offense will have some trouble because of Donald and Ramsey, so they're going to take away a few of the Eagles' options. But there's enough there that the Eagles can it's, get going and yeah. end up winning the game. Yeah, Look, it's not going to be. A thirty-one to seventeen game or anything to me, it's like twenty-four seventeen, twenty-four twenty. It's in that kind of range. Mm-hmm. Um, so, real quick before uh, we wrap up the second episode. By the way, congrats! We're on the second episode. number two. We, we did it. We didn't just end it at one. We didn't get canceled. Was you there know a why? slight? Was there a because <laughs> we was didn't there a slight get... thought this might have been like yeah, that first episode is really good. We didn't get canceled Let's... because we didn't cancel we, it. We didn't cancel. <laughs> Judge, jury, executioner. <laughs> well, we actually decided to do another one, which is good. You know? Yeah. It's always good when you can do two in a row. Yeah. It's great. Um, so, player to watch. We did that last week. I liked it because it was fun to see during the game. Yeah. How's Peterson doing? What did Jalen Mills do? So yeah. Are, are, are we going to land? We're probably going to land on the same guy. Our, our boy coming back. Are you going to land? I'm, I mean, I got to no, go. Okay. I got to go Miles. I mean, I, like, I, I think, you know. If if he doesn't have an impact on the game, then it's going to ruin my prediction. So I have to I have to say Miles. I think I think Miles comes out and is ready to to take over this game. Well, I'm going to take a big name. I won't go Miles. That's a good one though. That, that's yeah. it's it'll be good to see how the offense is different with him back in it. I think we're due for a big Fletcher Cox game. He's not been quiet because he definitely disrupts games, but not in a dominant type way. Yeah. He gets compared a lot to well, you're not as good as Aaron Donald though. You're good, like you're good, but you're not Aaron Donald. I think I don't know. I think Fletcher Cox will have a little chip on his shoulder. Yeah, I, 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 I love play, that. I think he'll play angry. I hope that. I hope that's his mentality. Yeah, I would love absolutely. to think that they think I want to. I want to out. I want to outperform him, and especially with you know Hargrave if, if he's if he's strong coming back and and the way Malik looked. I mean, it should if you free up Cox where you can't. You can't double him, and you have other guys to worry about. He would be the guy that could that could take over the game, in my opinion. So birds and bros, and watch for Cox, baby. Birds <laughs> and the bros. Uh, that'll wrap up this episode, Mike. Uh, we I did tried it. to do a little uh, huddle thing with you. It was good, though, by the way. Yeah, chills, but it was uh, a good one. Let's end this one not doing that. Let's, let's just say, you know what? 
Just get the damn win, please. Yeah, we need, we, need to, we need a W, we need Jim. I would really like to win. I would enjoy By the way, also, this is a, like a birthday weekend. Oh, yeah. We got the birthday game tomorrow. And, we got uh, the family. And that'll, I'll bring up the story because we have about three minutes uh, to, to do a little bit of this. But the my favorite Eagles game I've ever gone to was your birthday. Uh, that was the Eagles-Lions game. Wow. Donovan McNabb and Kevin Curtis. Kevin Curtis. Torched. Westbrook. Didn't Kevin Curtis have over like 200 yards? It was ridiculous, it was man. It nuts. But they were wearing, infamously, oh, the yellow the powder blue. jersey. Oh, God. Which, by the way, I have right upstairs we got in that, it. We in that got kitchen it. of yours and where I'll be wearing during the Eagles That's game on game. Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They ran out of fireworks, remember? They ran out of fireworks. Yeah, the, game. They, <laughs> the guy was up there. The guy the guy that likes the fire, he had his hands up in the air. My favorite thing is going to Eagles games with that jersey, though, is every time I wear it. I wore it to Xfinity Live for your last birthday. Hell yeah. From what and I always get comments. I heard it all the time. He's like, oh, he's got one of those jerseys. Oh, he's like, oh, that jersey. No, That's go. the one I was talking about. Let's go, birds. <laughs> I was like, yeah, anything you're talking about, that jersey is not good. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Uh, so, yeah, we got to get a W. You know what? I would enjoy it. I've been doomy and gloomy all week, but this is why Birds and Bros is great. I would you get to be that. a fan for an hour. Yeah. So let's do what fans do, especially what Eagles fans do. We light them up? Let's do what Birds do. Birds and Bros. <laughs> Uh, Birds and Bros. Uh, Birds and Bros. Off, that got off to a graphic start. 